Hello everyone, this is Mariana Valencia. I am the community manager here at Galilee Life. And today I have a super special guest with me and I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Hello, I'm Navis Paulino, founder of Galilee Life. And I'm here with my little Mariana. Um, we are doing this podcast together today and I'm super, super excited to be here. Yes, 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 yes. So today we are going to be talking about some songs that have revolutionized and changed um, single moments, but also our whole lives. So, you know, just simple stuff, <laughs> little things. Um, so maybe I would love for you to go first and talk to us about one of your songs. Sure. So um, one of the uh, songs that has been uh, resonating in my heart actually for a long time and for whatever reason I wake up in the morning um, and I'm singing the song when I'm going through a hard time I'm singing the song <laughs> when um, when I'm going to bed I'm singing the song and I don't know it's just there um, but it's um, Jesus at the center um, and it's just reminds me to stay grounded in Christ um, and it really just reminds me to um, to just keep him at the center of everything that I do so um so that that that's the song for me right now it's going it's like it's awesome it's always in my head <laughs> oh man i don't think did you do a cover of that is it on the youtube or no? oh i think so yeah i think so i'm telling you it's just been there it sounds yeah. familiar but like, i've never heard it outside of i think of what you did so yeah. i love how you sing i love i love <laughs> I think there's a difference there because you can have someone sing the same song like a hymn that people have been singing forever but if the right person that has the right relationship with Jesus sings that it's like life-changing because yeah. all of a sudden it's like you know what you do in the intimate place comes out when you sing comes out. it's so true I like when you said that because it, it is it's what, what you do it in in your alone time with God sometimes you think it's just it, it is just you and him but he finds a way to illuminate when you're you know when you're doing something or um talking about him or worshiping it just comes to light in such a way um yeah it really does so he's really um he's really all around us at all times yeah i heard one of my favorite worship leaders her name is stephanie gretzinger and mm -hmm. she was talking about leading worship but she's super spontaneous and it's like a whole thing but part of what she does is that she says um, that the eyes that you find in secret are the same eyes that will find you when you're in a crowd of 10,000. Like, this time. and I was like, okay. <laughs> it, just, it, it really made me think, especially when telling people about Jesus, I get really scared. Yeah. But his eyes will find me there too. So, yeah. um, so I have four songs, but it's a few lines from those four songs. So, yeah. Let's start off with um, the first one. It's called Oxygen by Stephanie Gretzinger. I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's gonna be a reoccurring pattern with Kayla. We also talked about Stephanie Gretzinger. She's just- I, I've I, never heard of her. I have to listen to her. I, I need to send you all the songs, all the albums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything. I'm always looking for new songs of worship. And yes. yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, but part of the song that I like is when she says, sometimes my very best is only my weakest yes, but use mm -hmm. strength in every moment. Baby steps and short breaths, anything is progress because you sustain my every moment. 
and I and I heard that the first time and I was like because I deal with anxiety and so sometimes simply getting out of bed is super daunting to me I don't want to do it I don't even want to open my eyes because I'm like I don't but um the act of getting out of bed and like brushing my teeth and taking a shower and being ready for that day when I feel like it's so difficult yeah like he sees so much strength in that and only only I feel like he knows how much it costs me to do that so that's that's it it's called oxygen because she's talking about how he is the oxygen and he's the one that's making her want to live like be alive not just survive but be alive so that's can we touch a little bit on that one yes 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 yes. Uh, you know why because um I also work with individuals with developmental disabilities too and um and I have to say that a lot of the things that a lot of us take for granted um people are going they it's just not as easy for them to navigate through so I I mean even you just saying that sometimes you go through anxiety and it's so daunting to even get up yeah that is huge because just you getting up is like the most biggest milestone of your day for other people they're able to get up and you know they're great morning people and you know that's not their issue but actually getting something done one thing done throughout the day is is their biggest milestone so but I mean you really don't know or or even making an appointment I mean there is to the point where honestly I have to be very honest it's even it's even hard for me sometimes to to say okay I'm I'm working I'm doing all these things and now I have to make like an appointment for my kid or an appointment for myself and that's so hard and and I have no idea why, but it's very, very difficult sometimes. So with that, I just want to say that like our our hardest can be the easiest for someone and then our easiest could be the hardest for someone. So I love that God meets us everywhere that we are with whatever it is that we're doing. Um, he just has a way of just making us feel that it's okay to be this way. Um, and don't think that everything that you that's happening in your life that is not going the way that you think should be going um, is an act of the enemy. Uh, I believe that that we are just created by Christ the way that we are, and there's a reason why we're the way that we are. Yeah. Um, so when you said that that it's daunting to even get up, it just triggered something because some people they can just get up like this so quickly. Yeah. And it's, they're fine. Like it's so, they're good there. But then when it comes maybe to nighttime, they can't go to bed. They suffer from insomnia or they can't sleep because now they're so scared of what's going to happen. Am I going to die? Am I going to wake up the next day? Like they, these are recurring thoughts that some people do have and go through. So it's interesting. I, I just, I love it. I love it when she says, but you see strength every moment. Because again, like I, it feels like nobody else understands but him because he's living it with me. So it's like, okay, I'm not alone in this. So yeah. absolutely, that's I, I absolutely. That. yeah. Um, okay, so that was the first one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just diving right in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the second one is called Always Good, um, and it's by the McClure's. I think that's how it's 
how you say their name, I'm not sure. Um, mm -hmm. But my favorite line from them is when she sings, um, I find you in the crowded thoughts, you quiet all the question marks, there is no space your love won't fill. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, okay. But then the second chorus really just touches me a lot too, okay. because she sings, um, where is it, where is it? Um, you meet me on the mountaintop and you see me in the valley low and there is no home without you here. Oh. So like that, that sense of like, I need you to be here because you make life worth living a little bit more. Is that like, that's how it makes me feel when mm -hmm. I listen to that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think for the longest time it's that. So like for me, it's just like the sadness that comes over me sometimes. And, mm -hmm. you know, you learn managing skills and all of that stuff. But I find that nothing really works like longevity wise, mm -hmm. unless it's Jesus. Like, unless he's speaking into me, forget it. Like <laughs> It's not, yeah. it's not going to work. Um, but one of the tools that I got from just spending time with Jesus um, was one night I was like, Jesus, I can't pray. I don't want to talk to you. Like, I don't have the words here in my heart. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And he said, you can just sing to me. That's it. That's all you have to do. And I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> um, and so that's what I do. Like I start humming a little bit and then I start singing somehow that's easier for me than sometimes saying words. And I love words. So it's like, it's like a skill that he gave me just sing, even if it's not pretty, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Well, the thing is that he, um, I, I used to think there's a there's the, the posture of praying right mm -hmm. that you have when you kneel down and you pray and that's a, a sign of surrender yeah but there's no surrender without surrendering your heart so when you surrender your heart <laughs> yeah and when you surrender your heart you, you can surrender your heart on your bed um you surrender your heart on a couch while you're working you're surrendering your heart it really doesn't matter because the posture that matters is the posture that comes from within not the posture that others see or that you feel that you have so god doesn't really he doesn't um there, he doesn't obligate us to to do things in a specific way he knows that we're all different that we're all wired differently and that he he just wants us to know that he will just meet us wherever wherever we are yes I love that. I love it. I love it. He, he will meet you and he will speak the language that you need to, you need in that moment. Yeah. He already knows it. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Um, yeah. and then to him in any, in any way yes. that you, that you want to communicate with him. And at times you, you don't have the words and that's okay. Um, because he hears your heart and that's all, that's all that matters. Yeah. There's this quote, I've read it so many times, it's like super angsty. And so for the longest time, I was like, ew, <laughs> that's too much for me. <laughs> but <laughs> but the, quote, the quote was basically like, the person that loves you the most is the person that hears your silence. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, that makes sense now to me because it's yeah. like, sometimes that's all I have. I have my silence and that's all I can offer you. But that's my everything yeah. in that moment. So that's all he wants. Yeah. He wants everything. Yeah, yeah just yeah. everything. In your silence is, is priceless. Um, everything about you to him is priceless. Ah, I love that. <laughs> it's true. It is. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, first idea. It's going super. It's just you know super deep. Um, so the third one is called the Father's Song, and it's by Upper Room, and it's Alyssa that sings it from Upper Room. They're good. They're amazing. Oh my goodness! Wow. Like I sit down and I just weep. Like just you know. Um. So a background us for me, I didn't have my biological father growing up, and so when I had my stepdad come into my life and step in for that role of a father, I still had a lot of things going on. And, you know, people are not perfect. They do their best, but they're not perfect. So yeah. I felt really lost. And so I just felt like I needed, I needed God to be my father. Like I just, that's what I needed. So mm -hmm. I started searching and then this song found me, like it found me <laughs> at the perfect uh -huh. moment. Um, but one of the things is just, so it's from God's perspective. And so, mm -hmm it so it says i'll protect you so put the fist down because you don't have to fight now i'm your father and i'll protect you let me love you i'm so proud of you you've given me everything and that means so much to me so like i connect that with the other songs like mm -hmm. that's all he wants he wants everything um but also there's no need for me to try to defend myself in some mm -hmm. sort of way because he'll do that for me I mean, yeah. there's room for that, you know, there's room for, for both, obviously, yeah. but it's a lot of just simply surrendering to him. Yeah. You, um, there's always, uh, a warfare and we're always fighting against the things that the enemy is trying to throw at us. Um, I do have to say though, that, um, that in that fight, we're not alone. Yes. Um, because God is always with us. But this song, I need to hear it, right? Because I can't quite remember the title of a song right now, but years ago, um, I went through a very tough situation and I knew that I could, I, I, I could have lashed out. I knew that I, I knew my truth. Mm -hmm. I, knew God, I knew that God knew my truth yeah. and I could have just went out there and acted the same way that someone else did. And I decided to hold back and not do that. And it was God holding back my mouth, my tongue. He was holding back my actions, constantly reminding me that he's fighting this war. I'm not, that it is not about being better than or knowing my truth. It's about knowing God's truth and understanding that as his child, that I have a defender in him. There's no lawyer that can defend you more than God can. Um, once, once God, once you have come to God and you've surrendered your situation, there's no one in this world that can, that can defend you the way that he can. Um, and at times it is not meant for us to go head to head and battle, uh, or fight with anyone. And many times we fight with ourselves and there's no need for that because God is there to just to just lead us through and walk us through and he is he does he doesn't need any help God doesn't need help and he taught me that years ago I, I don't need you to help me um I can do this on my own and all I need you to do is stay still be still and know and understand that I'm the father that loves you and that I will hold you by the hand and I will not let go and 
when, and these were words that he brought into my heart, into my life. And I feel it within my soul, even as I speak, because they were so real and I needed them so much at that time. I had a lot of people around me, but I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but with God, he was the one that, that did it. And, and because I, he would, I don't even know, but because he spoke to me in that way. And I, I didn't hear, I can't tell you that I heard an audible voice, but I heard it in my heart. And I, I felt that it, I just shouldn't. And I was really young. I was like around 19, 18 years old. And I felt it in my heart. And I said, okay, God, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to let you do what you have to do. And because of that, it's been a ripple effect. And that's the reason why I am able to be where I am today. Because I didn't allow my emotions to take over. And I didn't allow my sinful actions to lash the way that I could have at that time. I, something similar happened to my mom and Mm -hmm. just being on the side of having to watch that happen to someone that I loved hurt me. Like I I might even start crying out. Like it just hurt so much, but just simply knowing that God just like, that's all that we could do. We had to sit and wait for God because there was, there was nothing else that was going to rectify the situation. Um, So, so when you, when you're telling that story, Mm-hmm. Um, I just, my heart, my heart recognizes like where you've been with Jesus in that. Mm-hmm. And then find it. I just find that's, that's so beautiful that you, that he's walked with you through that and you yeah. found something with him because of that. And like, I can feel it in the weight of your words. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He, um, uh, I think one lesson that I can take away and obviously I don't want to cry because that's a very sensitive topic. Um, it's that he listens. Silence is okay. Silence, when, when you feel like you're not hearing God, it's okay. There's many ways of hearing him, by the way, but when you feel that he's being silent, that's okay. Just yeah. breathe, take your time, and just know that he's going to show up in the way that he needs to show up. Um, and there's just so many, I think that in the time where you feel like he's being silent is the time that you should try to seek him out the most, because then you'll be able to recognize his voice in different things. And like I said, I mean, you could feel when you're in tune with him, you feel his presence, even touching a pen or grabbing a piece of paper because he's everywhere. Right. And he is everything. So when he, when he's being, when you feel like he's silent, when you feel like you're not hearing him, that is the time to seek him out the most. Um, because he's there and he, and he's going to do what he needs to do in the time that he needs to do it. But he listens. I'm a testament of that. I can tell you 100% that God listens. My prayers for my children, my prayers for myself, for my family. Uh, I've been through so much. And I know that like I'm looking at it from the other side and there are times that you can easily forget because things are going good. Yes. And unless you talk about it, you don't remember, but God listens. He listens and he comes through in the most beautiful way. Beautiful. So it's don't give up because he's coming. He's coming through. He's going to come through for you. Um, and man, <laughs> He does. He has. But now that you're, that you're talking about that, we know at, at the end of things, looking 
you know, over everything, um, that he is right on time, which in itself, it doesn't feel like that sometimes at all, at all whatsoever. Yeah. So what, what did you do in those moments where it felt like he just wasn't on time? Like it felt like he was late. <laughs> what yeah. happened? Um, I cried a lot. Um, I, I did. And I said, I do, I would just say, God, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't see you coming through for me. And I need you to do something because everything is, feels like it's going against me. Um, and then I would just start writing. I feel like he was calling me to write. Worship has always been a big part of my life. And I would sing and I would just, I, I would worship to him, but I would also write. I started a journal, a journal entry and I would just write. And as I'm, as I, as I'm writing, I'm crying I'm, I'm in my notebook and the tears are just flowing. And it's just, I'm filling my paper with, with tears more than the writing, but that was also my form of writing. I believe. Oh my, my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't want to cry because, um, but my, my tears were my, I think were my form of writing. So even if I, even if it was just one sentence, um, one word that I would write down on a paper, because there were times I cannot tell you that I wrote more than a word, but I was just crying, crying, crying. And then God showed me that it's okay because your tears are telling me what you want to say. So... <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm yeah. never looking at my tears or anybody's tears the same way again. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That touched. That hit right in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the other portion of the song um, that mm -hmm. I want to touch on a little bit is um, it says, here comes my love now. Why would I would hold that from you? Why would you think you need to earn something from me? Don't you know that I formed you in your mother's womb because I wanted you and mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with decision because you were my decision. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I'm your decision. Yeah. What? Like I've, I've heard all my life. I've been a Christian all my life. Like you're chosen. You're the beautiful daughter of God. It's yeah. okay. Like, okay. All right. But somehow really thinking about the fact that just got sat there and he was yeah. like, I want her and I yeah. want her to have these personality traits, yes. her, like she, yeah. she's like, this is my decision. This is what I want. This is my, this yeah. sounds bad, but like, this is my responsibility. Like I'm going to take care of this so much. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what else? Um, uh, God taught me a long time ago um, that even my bad decisions are his decision even my mistakes are his decision because they're because I was created so purposely so delicately by him and he knew that I wouldn't that I wouldn't be perfect he already knew the mistakes that I would make but he allows those mistakes to mold me mm -hmm. to allow me to grow to allow me to seek him more to allow me to understand uh, more of who he is and be more dependent on him so I realized I used to beat myself up so much with the mistakes that I would make especially growing up Christian because I've been a Christian all my life and um, I've made a lot of mistakes I mean we make mistakes consciously and unconsciously and God taught me that 
even my even your mistakes are still my decision so when i heard when i felt that in my heart that's when i started to give myself room for grace because he's given me grace he's 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 given me that um it, it's not something that i can earn it's not something um that that i I, you know, it's not something that I will get less of because of uh, something that I would do wrong. It's just something that he gives because he's such a merciful and loving father. So I don't know, but, and I know it sounds, may sound a little awkward, but it's true. If you really think about it, even our mistakes, God knew what we were going to do. He knew the actions we will make. It's, it's not like every, it's not like all these things are new to him. He already knew that he knew what he knew that you were going to pray to him about your specific situation. He knows that already. Yeah. Nothing surprises him. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not a surprise. Nothing surprises him. Nothing. So uh-huh. now I need to, <laughs> maybe <laughs> you're making me rethink everything. Like I, I am so good at beating myself up over things. Like I, I cannot move on until I beat myself up over it. Like I just, that's, that's how it is for me. Me too. Um, but, but there's a better way. There's yeah. A better yeah. way. No, God, God, God knows. And he sees and he understands. And um, he knows that we're not going to be in this world without making mistakes, without making errors. He knows that. Um, and it's just, it's just, um, it's just allowing him to, to take over. And we need to be so grateful that, we have found him um, because it's so hard for us as, as in fully understanding that we are believers of Christ and we're cho- his, his children and think about the people that don't have him in their heart, that don't quite understand who God is. How do, how could they function? Um, and I think it's so easy for everyone to judge this person and judge that person and say this and that about that person. How could, how could they make that mistake or how in the world could they choose to do this to this person or whatever? But honestly, everyone is not destined to do the same things. And we're, none of us are, are created to be the exact same way. I mean, my fingers are all different. There's not one that looks like the other. I wouldn't have hands that look normal according to what they're supposed to be or what the world says is supposed to be normal. So, yeah. Makes me, what you said makes me think of, of the seasons. I heard this the other day and they were, they were talking about how the trees are not afraid of winter to lose their leaves. It's not a scary process for them. But for me, navies, oh my goodness, I run from winter. I love the snow. But when it gets to that part of like, you know, metaphorically going into that winter season, like, uh uh-uh, not for me. I'm not about it. Um, But I realized that it's actually essential because that's where we go to lose like parts of ourselves that need to die off they need to they have to yeah so I'm I'm working through that one like the acceptance of that because right now I know I'm in a summer season and right now I'm in Florida so like not only am I in the summer season in my life but like also like you know what I mean yeah Yeah. but like I know I have to be in the moment but I also know that I have to be prepared for for what is supposed to be the way he made it to be yeah yeah and give yourself enough grace yeah, he's waiting there. Gives it, God gives it to you 
So he's not just giving it to you and saying, here's grace. He's also giving it to you so that you can practice grace upon yourself. So it's it's so important. It's so important. Um, I I am, it's it's hard for me to, um, to, you know, with people, um, to not allow them to, I don't know if the right verbiage is get to me or, um, you know, to make me feel a certain way, this and that, because I'm such, could be like such a people pleaser sometimes. Um, but, um, but I, 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 God is just teaching me if I'm, I'm giving you grace and if I've forgiven you for this, don't allow anyone to come in and remind you of the things that I've already thrown at the bottom of the seat. <laughs> so just putting it out there. <laughs> it's just, yeah. We believe in a God that doesn't forget anything, but chooses to forget. He chooses. Yeah, he chooses to do that. That's insane. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and this last song is yeah. called Communion, and it's by Maverick City Music, which... Oh, my goodness. They're good, too. Yes, yes. We're, awesome. we're um so this one is talking about communion with God, how it's not so much like eating like a cracker and like, you know, yeah. some juice or wine, but, yeah. um, but it's like every time you go to the refrigerator and you open it, like the thanking God, like, thank you for being my substance. Thank you for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like every day, you, I know, you know, yeah. I, yeah. Um, so one yeah. of the, um, one of the lyrics that really get to me, and I'm gonna point out three from here. Um, the first one is, take me back to the garden. Lead me back to the moment I heard your voice. Take me back to communion. Lead me back to the moment I saw your face. Oh, oh so simple, and it was easy to love. No oh. space between us, it was easy to trust. So <laughs> I heard that. And for some reason, I didn't connect it until this song that because Jesus came, we're able to be in this garden that we were meant to be in to begin with now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question to you here would be, what does your garden place look like with Jesus? Like, mm-hmm. I, for me, like, I just, I picture God walking with me on a mountain. Like, that's mm-hmm. all I do because because of the anxiety, I, I had to learn some coping mechanisms. So one of them is I go to like a place in my head that makes me feel safe. Um, so it's a mountain. And so, and this was since, since middle school. So I just go to the, I just picture a mountain and I'm like, I'm cool. Like whatever. But I always sat my, I always saw myself sitting on top of the mountain by myself. And I was like, okay, well I'm alone, but I'm safe, I guess. Um, and years later, I realized that I was on the top of the mountain sitting, looking at everything. But if only I had seen a little bit lower, like Jesus was right there um, by the bottom planting flowers. You know what I mean? Like he was there and there wasn't, there's no space there. So that's what my garden place looks like. Like, oh, I thought I was alone, but you're here with me actually. Like planting flowers for me. Like, okay. So that's what I think of when I think of that garden. Of course, it's not actually, you know, garden, you know, but so what are your thoughts on that? That's really beautiful though, Mariana. I love that. Um, because it's like you're, you're, you're still at the top of the mountain. So you found a way to be secluded to get yourself away from the mess, the craziness. 
Um, and then when you're sitting there, you're like, okay, am I alone or am I not alone? And then you see God there um, or Jesus at the garden and he's caring for the flowers and caring for the flowers means he's caring for you because yes. I mean, how much and it says it, you know, if he cares for the birds and makes sure that they're, you know, taken care of how much more us, right? Um, actually, mine's is a little different. Um, so when I think about that, I think about um, my mess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, I don't, the thing is that it is very hard for me to, um, to get away from everything that I do. It's so tough to, to like add something more, let's say. And I know that it shouldn't be because God should be your first in everything. And I do my best to do that. Um, so in order, in order to get that time from with God, I have to be up like, like very early in the morning, like at 5am. But what I mean by mess is that I just um, have him like, I, I have to seek him out wherever I am, regardless of what I'm going through. And just take that just just I don't even know if it's taking time, honestly, it's more like, okay, God, I need you. And then I keep going. Okay, God, I need you. And then I keep going. Um, and then I and I see him. I feel him meeting me every single time where I am. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe he he will be there for all those years that I saw myself on the mountain. Like years, 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 where I thought I was truly alone, and then yeah. finding out that no, he was right there meeting me. He was there. Yeah, it, it changes things. Um, it does, it does. You're not, yeah, it, it really does. The thing is that there's no one or anything in this world that can take the place of God in your life. So when you're seeking the kind of love and attention or that space in someone's life that's really meant for God to occupy, you're always going to feel empty. You're always going to feel alone because it doesn't matter, it does, it's not your dad, it's not your mom, it's not your husband, it's not your boyfriend, it's not your children. God is meant to occupy a space in your life that no one can enter. So if you haven't given that to him, you're gonna continue looking for it. That's why there are women that they're married and then they end up divorced or you know, women that, or men, you know, the same way, or they just, you know, I don't know, they tend to gravitate to other things because they're looking for something and looking for something and looking for something that they won't find in anything other than God. And I, by talking about women, men, people, talking about myself, there was a time, I mean, my mom, my dad, I grew up with my mom and dad, and then it's a Christian home from a very young age. But, um, but I was always seeking something because even though I was in church and I heard what I heard, there, there still needed to be an encounter with Christ on my end and from me specifically. And, um, and until I had that, I was seeking something that I knew, I mean, in my heart, I couldn't get from anyone else. Yes. Mm -hmm. How, for, for people that might not have had that encounter with Jesus, although I feel like they present themselves in different ways. So for me, at first mm -hmm. it was the father and I got to know him and yeah. I will never know him fully until the other side. But yeah. that was that revelation of, of that love encounter of like, no, I actually want you. Mm -hmm. And then right now it's the friendship with Jesus, which we, we will talk about that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for those people that haven't, how mm -hmm. do you think that 
they they're walking around so much that eventually they bump into Jesus or do you think it's more of Jesus is running after them um and then finds them like how do you think that 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 works from real yeah. it's an interesting concept because I can see both ways and I've heard many people say both things that God is chasing after you and then then I've also heard that you're going around in circles and then you just end up meeting God and or end up meeting Jesus, right? Yeah. I I have to say that to me, um, he is just with you. It's more so of a recognition than anything else. Um, and the whole, like God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is here to guide us, right? People can't fully understand what the Holy Spirit is, but if you didn't have it, the emptiness that you'd feel, I don't, I don't think we'd ever want that. Um, so I think it's, it's already there. I think God, Jesus, God is, he's already, he's already there, um, with you, wherever you go, um, where you are, whatever you're doing, um, uh, regardless of you believing in him or not, it's more so of that recognition and then understanding that, um, whatever it is that you're looking for, you're not going to find it until you recognize who God is. And until you allow him to come in, because God doesn't force entry. He doesn't do that. Um, I, I do believe that he's also, he is always chasing out after his children because he loves us so much. But I also think that there's nothing for you to necessarily go and find. It's more so um, just, just recognizing and then believing in him. Um, and he's, it's, then it's like, uh, if you want to call it, easy sailing from there in a way because once you say god i just want to know who you are i just i want to i want to understand what it is that you want from me i want to have an encounter with you i want to know what it what it is that all these people are talking about they're talking about you so much but i don't feel you i don't know you i don't i can't quite understand once you say that and once you say but you know what i'm just going to give it a try your life is going to change in such a way, especially when you come in a vulnerable, in that vulnerable position and you come genuinely before him, God will change your life. It is, there's no doubt about it. And by, and when I say easy sailing, it means, what I mean by that is that the entry is once you ask him to come into your life, he, he's just right there. He's ready to give you whatever he wants, whatever, you know, you're meant to be given or whatever he wants to give you. He's ready to do that. Um, so I guess it's, it's all in one, if you want to say that, but I, I guess, I don't know why, when I think about that, I think about, you know, like, I don't like to say, okay, you're a believer. Well, God is not within you or with you, or I don't believe that. I believe that God is with every single person because he created us all equally. Um, the decisions that we make with our lives and the things that we choose to do are very different in comparison to what it is that God wants to wants to do in us and his purpose with all of us. I, I think the thing, the thing that highlighted for me from what you said there was talking about that he's not going to force entry. So he will let you write whatever story you're wanting to write for your life. But then as soon as you meet him and let him in, he'll just write a better one because <laughs> he yeah. wants a better thing for you. That makes sense. You, you start writing it with him. Yeah. You're, you're, just, you're, just, you're just no longer, 
you're no longer chasing the things you don't you don't you really don't need to be chasing you're no longer chasing after anything now you are with god god is walking with you um and he's always walking with you it's just recognize that he is once you recognize it you start feeling it that's what i want i, I think that's what i i would love to speak more on and and allow even non-believers to understand because they're like, I don't feel God. And, you know, well, what do I have to do? And then there, there's all these people with all these different practices on how to talk to God, how to meet God, how to, you know, whatever. And it gets confusing. God is already with you. Just recognize that he's there. Just say, God, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think it's okay because you love me anyway. And just, just come into my life. And that is it. And he will change it around for the better. He really will. Yes. He has best intentions at heart. Love yeah. that's what's in the best interest of, of that other person. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So the other part of the song is because you are closer, closer than my skin, and you are in the air I'm breathing in. And here's where the dead things come back to living. I feel my heart beating again. So what I think about that is, um, for me, I think one of the things for a long time was um, I wouldn't allow myself to cry because I thought it was weakness, but it also, it stems from my childhood. Like I didn't want to bother my mom. She never made me feel extra or anything like that. Yeah. I just wanted to be an easy child for my mom. And as oh. soon as I heard a little kid crying when I was little, I was like, that is so annoying. So I stopped. <laughs> I stopped crying loudly. I would cry, but not loudly. So it was like years of just crying silently. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like, hey, Mariana, I, I need you to cry. And then I would have moments where I, I felt like Jesus was asking me to go into my closet to cry. Like, hey, I need you. I need you to cry. Let's get this out. So it's like, okay. So for me, like when the song mentions, here's where the dead things come back to living. I feel like that's that's what came back for me, my ability to feel and and not be ashamed of feeling. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I like that. Um, I I have to say that um, the things that we see that are negative in, in our lives and that we try to hide away from or try to push to the side or say that they're no longer existent. Hmm. Um, I think that everything in our lives has a space in our lives. It's the way that we, that we, um, it's what we do with those things. Yes. Um, look, I believe that God wouldn't allow us to make mistakes. He wouldn't allow us to go through what we, what we, what we go through if we're not meant to have a testimony, hmm. if we're not meant to be able to come out on the other side to not only help ourselves, but help our, help our brothers and sisters. Um, because everything that we go through is not just for us, it's for the next person. It's to, it's to help guide someone else. Um, and that's where God's, you know, unselfishness, you know, comes in to play um, because he's using our lives as a testimony for others. So really, sometimes I think about that and I, there are some things about me that I don't like. There are some things about in, about me on the inside that only God knows that 
that I'm like, man, I really don't like this about myself and I want God to change it. I just, you know, I used to actually, I used to ask God to harden my heart. It's the worst prayer you can have because I used to feel like I was too soft. I was too sweet. I was too nice. And that was one of the things that people would use to hurt me the most um, until I realized that there is power in everything. It's not even the good and the bad, the, the good about you that you think is good, the bad that you think is bad to God is really not. So I think that there's a space for everything. So your ability to cry, that's amazing because by crying, you're letting go of things. By crying, it's a sign, also a sign of surrender. Um, when you cry, it's a way of, you know, intertwining God's heart with yours. You know, it's just, yes, it's, 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 a, it's an amazing thing to be able to do that. Yes. And I mean, the power of his words are just so amazing. I think one of the things for, for the crying was when Jesus went to see Lazarus and before he, he was going to get raised up, he was, he was going to come back from the dead, but Jesus wept. He wept regardless. So it was like, he was just dignifying this human emotion that is okay to feel all, all of a sudden. So I was like, okay, he cried so I can cry. And then all of a sudden just being so fully known and understood by him, it's like, I can face the world that way because whatever I feel like he, he felt too. Yeah. So that recognition. Um, but my question to you, and then we have one more and that's it um, from here yeah. for this song, um, would be, what is one thing that you, um, that you feel like has emotion, emotion wise, what is one thing that you feel like has come back from, from the dead that you're currently with right now, like reviving right now, or you feel like God's reviving in you right now? Oh, one thing that's come from the dead. Um, I would say anger. Mm. I have to say that, um, I don't display necessarily, I don't have like a mo like moments of like rage or anger necessarily, but I used to not allow myself to feel those emotions because I felt that feeling those would be, um, it wouldn't, it, it would, it wouldn't show who I, like who, who people expected me to be. I always felt like I had to be a certain way in order to be accepted. Um, and it's just, it's almost like God is a, like, he's, he allows me to feel that sometimes, um, to feel that it's okay to be angry about a situation that, that happened. It's okay to, to be in, enveloped in the, in the situation, um, and in those feelings, um, to the point where now I can say, I let it go because I can fully understand, or I now fully, like, I now have come to the understanding that um, that having those feelings were okay to have because they were meant to have with that situation. So we have God in our lives and we love him so much. And I'm so blessed to have had him in my darkest of times and still have him, but it doesn't take away from the human emotions that he created. Um, and yeah. He makes room. He makes room for us to feel the love in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really does. I mean, you think about like, oh, wow you know, Christianity, anger, and all these, you know, no, it's okay, God created those emotions. Um, it's what we do with those. Um, in every single thing, we have to allow God to, 
you know, to reign and to allow us and, you know, to allow him to take over so that we're, we don't, you, we don't take over with our human, you know, we don't take our human emotion of anger or whatever it is to the point where now we're hurting other people and hurting ourselves. But I think it's completely safe for us to feel it when we need to feel it and then kind of let it go. So you to let it go. Feeling it with him, not without him. Yeah, exactly. With him. Mm -hmm. Feeling it with him. And then it's it's like a way of of letting go of of it and being able to heal. I think it's just a way to heal. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, all right. And then our last one, my favorite one <laughs> um, here in the same song, um, it says, um, it feels so good to know you are my friend. And this is where I'm meant to be. Me and you and you and me. I don't have to prove a thing because you already approved of me. This is where I'm meant to be. Yeah. So for the longest time, I thought I consider Jesus my friend, but I didn't know if he considered me his friend. Like, it's just, it kind of goes, you know, you, you just think, but I never really um, went further than like, Jesus, you're my friend and I love you. And like, I confide in you or whatever, you know, like mm -hmm. it's in that process of walking. And then in December of 2019, I remember I was going to see some twinkly lights. I love it. It was a drive-through and I was looking at these beautiful lights, having the time of my life, maybe. It was amazing. I love Christmas. And then I heard something and yet not, you know, in, in my head, I heard something and it was like, some of these people are not going to be here next year. And I was like, well, okay, that's not what I want to hear right now. I'm looking at the lights. Leave me alone. Like, please, I want to be happy in this moment. Yeah. And I didn't really know what to do with that. So I just set it aside, but somehow I knew it was God, but I didn't understand what that warning is. Like it didn't even like, okay, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and then come March and everything happens with COVID, I was like, oh, so yeah, this is what you meant. Some of those people are not even here, you know, at that point in March. So yeah. I was like, I don't understand. I didn't understand for a long time, honestly. I was like, why would you say that though? That makes no sense. And then I realized yeah. it didn't have to make sense. All of a sudden it was Jesus sharing something with me mm -hmm. and me listening to him. That's mm -hmm. it. Like without mm -hmm. me starting the conversation without me starting no he wanted to say something to me like and it was as simple as that because he considered mm -hmm. me his friend and mm -hmm. that was, that was you know in in his mind that's what he wanted to say and I was like whoa yeah. first of all that's heavy <laughs> but second yeah. of all like being Jesus's friend and like having him call you friend that's mm -hmm. I mean the greatest honor so for me that that's what I hear and then I, yeah. I found the song. It feels so good to know you are my friend. This friendship, like, it's nothing like I've ever known. Like, and nothing will compare. Um, but yeah, so but <laughs> from those, uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts on on those lyrics? Yeah, it's beautiful because um, it is a, a two-way relationship. Many times we feel like we're praying to him and we're communicating with him and it feels so one way, um, but, it, but it's not in reality. God is always speaking to us um, every single day, every single second of the day, he has something to say. Um, the thing is, the more in tune you are, and by in tune, I mean, the more you try to seek his face, the more you find him. You seek him, you find him. Um, but God is always finding ways to, to let us know with, this, with the most simplest thing that he's thinking about us, that he loves us, that 
uh, were important to him. Um, I mean, just, I mean, I can, I, sometimes I look outside and um, I see um, the leaves sway and I picture God smiling because that is a way of him showing that he loves me. Um, because now I'm able to feel the wind. I'm able to um, to go outside and breathe fresh air. Um, even when I get to speak about him, knowing that there are so many Christians around the world being persecuted, it just it's a blessing that I at times I'm like, well, God, I don't deserve this, um, but you give it to me, um, and I'm just so grateful for it. So it's a two way relationship, and it's and it always has been from the beginning of time, from when we were in our mother's womb, because. He created us with a purpose and he's always speaking to us um, through so many, in so many different ways. I just, I feel him so much in this moment. I don't know what it is. Again, like I struggle with crying. I'm learning how to cry. I want to be a crybaby. I want to get to a point where I just, <laughs> but for this whole conversation, I felt like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel him so much. His presence is so, so pure. Um, it's just the most beautiful just the most beautiful thing because we can like it's like a warmth um in your heart it, it it's just something that you can't feel anywhere else with anyone else it's just beautiful yeah i heard this poet i, I forgot i think i don't know um but she was describing um the voice of god like sounding like wind chimes coming home when you're walking home and you just hear them I'm like, oh, I, I'm home. I know that sound, I'm home. Like it's it's a piece of where, where we're gonna be for eternity. He, and we have yeah. it right now. It's, we have it here. I mean, geez, God sent his son to die on the cross for us. That was the ultimate sacrifice and ultimate sign of love. Um, just thinking about his sacrificial love is just so amazing and so heartwarming. Um, but then when Jesus left, he left us the Holy Spirit to guide us, to be with us, to to anoint us, to remind us daily that we're not alone, um, and more so to guide us, um, to lead us. And um, it is just such a beautiful thing because um, it, it's it's like a um, kind of like a trickling effect, um, God, Father, God, God, the Father, Son, and then the Holy Spirit. We have so much, so much more um, I think than we'll than we would ever um, than we than we would ever imagine to ever have, um, and and I don't know why. At this moment, um, I feel just the need to say that, just not to give up, um, because God, the enemy makes it very dark around us. Um, he find, he has a way of giving us a vision that stops uh, kind of like a road, if you can think of a, a road and the road just stopping in the middle and then you having nowhere to go. He has a way of doing that. For some reason, I feel in my heart to say, don't give up. Do not allow the enemy to make you feel that there's no way because there's always a way with Jesus. Even in our darkest hour, God is always ready to meet us. Um, and it's temporary. I think that's the other thing. It's temporary. It's not, it's not gonna be for long. So if you need to, 
if you need to lay down, relax, close your eyes um, for a moment, do that and allow God to, to just minister in your life. But even when the enemy makes it dark, keep going. Um, don't stop. Just keep going because sooner or later you're going to see the light and you're going to see a way out of no way. And I, I don't know why God is making me feel that, but um, he is. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I think I've decided now in this moment, I think it's just Jesus because we, we allowed him to just speak through, through us, you know, for this whole thing. I think this is going to be a series with you. Maybe it's your heart just displays and screams the most beautiful story that you've walked Jesus with. And I need to hear more. That's, <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> um, so good. Yes. So good. this, I think this is going to become a series. Um, but, um, now that that was the end of that for for the songs for today um so i want to ask you to close us out in prayer if you sure. want please um, but i'm just excited because we'll we'll be able to do this a little bit more yeah, i'm super i'm excited about it too i love doing this with you so um uh, and always talking about god is the easiest thing because so he lives in us you know and he's so good to us so how could we not talk about him but anyways okay so thank you lord for for blessing us with this time for being who you are for allowing us to be who we are for taking us in the good and the bad um for allowing us to make mistakes for just showing us and giving us your grace father God, I just want to thank you for, for giving us so much, so much more than we deserve. Thank you for saying that we are worth it, God. I am just enamored. I love you so much, Lord. I, I don't know sometimes what to say, what words to use. Sometimes I feel that I am not eloquent enough to, show, to say exactly what I want to say in the nicest of ways. But I am so grateful, Father, because you don't care about any of that. You only care about me loving you and having a relationship with you. You, you just care about me. Thank you, Father, for caring about us, for loving us. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> You talk about um, you're not a crybaby. Um, I was such a crybaby. <laughs> and he picks up every tear and keeps it. Plants it and he picking everyone. As, as you were praying, um, I got, it's, it's from a song and it's, hold my face if I should wander, if my thoughts mm -hmm. are far from home, and if my faith is going under, remind me I am known by you. Just remind mm -hmm. me. So just, I just thought that's, Ah, I don't know. Everything is just connected. Such a beautiful thing. Yeah. So oh my goodness. It's been a good time. I, yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for being here today. Thank you, God, for being here with us today. You're yeah. the guest of honor. Um, and I will see you for the next episode, maybe. Yay. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye. Thank you.